look to that steel. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back. They said we would never be back. Nick, you would never guess who tried to stop me from being back this week. Oh, who tried, Brett? Who tried? Who dared try and stop me from being back? I'll tell you who. A little old lady who was 80. <laughs> All right. What, what, what happened? <laughs> well, Nick, now, you know we're in Vietnam, and you're yes. pretty good. I, sometimes I, you know, I stick, to, stick to my ways, but you're always trying to get me to try different things and stuff. And I uh, got off this bus in supper, and this little old lady... She come up to us and she was like, you know, had all the tribal gear on. She's like, you come to my house, you come stay with me, um, come to there tonight. And I was like, oh, I'll just give you my number um, on WhatsApp and then, you know, I'll hit her up. And I had a few cans and I was like, Nick would want me to go, you know. I don't know where the fuck I am. I don't know where the fuck I'm going. So she sends a taxi to pick us up. And I thought, so this place is 30 minutes out of Sapa. So I'm thinking yeah. like, we're going to fucking die. You know, she's going to hold yeah. us hostage. It's going to be fucked. So, you know, you know what I'm like. I've got my Leatherman on me. I've got my flashlight. I've got my GPS phone. Like, I'm, you know, I'm John wicking up the situation. We rock up and just have the best night of my life. <laughs> <laughs> Man, yeah, when you were telling me about it, you're like, fuck, I don't know what's going to happen here. I was like, oh, I don't know what, what can go wrong. And then you sent me the photos. And I was like, oh, my God. So jealous. So Man, jealous. It was so crazy because she was this little lady from the... She's she not Vietnamese. She's from a tribe called the Hmong. And um, she... We were messaging her saying, like, we'll come over for dinner. Like, we'd love to do a cooking class or something like that. You know, stupid fucking Western cunts. The missus wanted to do a cooking class and so did I. And she goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. I do cooking classes. I do it all. But um, we rock up and what the cooking class was... Her sending me and Fiona into a vegetable patch, picking all the veggies. They killed a pig in the morning, and then they just she just like yelled at me while I was cooking. She's like, "Now put this in, put that in." So it was essentially I just paid, you know, a hundred dollars to be bullied by a little old lady. Ah oh, man, that's incredible, incredible. But it, but it was actually the coolest thing ever. Like we stayed with her family. There was a home, kind of a homestay there. And there was an Italian couple staying there, these two birds, and they were so nice. And then we had a feed. We had like, it was the most incredible dinner I've ever had. Her view was amazing. We picked all the beans. We helped to do everything. And then they brought out the rice wine. And the next thing you know, it's 10, 10 o'clock at night. And we're fucking singing Britney Spears hit me one more time with a karaoke machine out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> oh, mate, that sounds so good. Yeah. It's, oh, incredible. The, the Vietnamese, for some reason, it doesn't matter where you are, there's always karaoke. It could be on top of a mountain. It could be in a cave. There's always fucking karaoke going. But then we had like such a good night. And I said to the lady, I was like, oh, look, you know, we'll, we'll come back. Um, they said they're going to do a big hike and I was like oh we'll come back and do the hike with you tomorrow but when I thought of a hike I was like you know like two or three hours it was seven and a yeah. half hours it was fucked oh my god yeah it was seven beautiful. and a half hours seven and a half hour hike and then at the top I said look can we get a taxi down or some shit because we've still got another two hours and she goes you are just like Vietnamese man very lazy and drink too much. 
<laughs> so then she got her husband, uh, who was called Papa, uh, to come pick us up on a motorbike. But I didn't know this was all happening. I, was, I would have kept walking for the two hours. And anyway, he comes, picks me up, and he goes, don't worry about the walking. We men, we go drink. And then he just, he, he, he rode this little shitty scooter up to the top of this fucking mountain where we were. And he rode it down. Like, I'm talking, you know, border bunch level steepness. Just crazy S bends. I'm on the back of this 150 motorbike. I'm shitting. And I look at him, and he's just gambling on his phone. <laughs> so he's, he's accelerating and braking and he's got he's got thongs on and he's gambling at the same time like a hill that i would have to have a couple of deep breaths to take in and try and attempt and he's just doing it while gambling and ringing his mates fuck that's insane oh man, man that that's incredible incredible it was so yeah good. and and what then we i saw the big adventure that what you you got the uh, the XR150, the the beast. Yes, yes. So we took a bus to Haijan, and then I've been watching this stuff on the Haijan loop. And I was like, oh, yeah, it seems pretty touristy or whatever. And, um, yeah, we rock up at the homestay. And, of course, you know, the homestay try and sell you fucking everything. And um, it was called it was called the, um, the Long Hotel and Motorcycle Rentals where we stayed. <laughs> And it was like a hundred bucks for four nights. It was fucking sick. And uh, he just had this brand new XR uh, 150. And he said it only had 80, 80 kilometers on the dial. And he goes, oh, are you a good rider? I said, oh, you know, it depends who you ask. If you ask me, I'm probably an okay rider. If you ask Nick, I'm probably dog shit. And um, he goes, and I showed him a few photos of me and you like riding and like photos of yeah. us. He goes, you must be a good rider. You can take this bike. So, yeah. yeah, took the XR, but then we don't have panties or whatever. So I did a full Nick Kappa. I was like, impromptu. I found this red basket at a shop for like 80 cents. And I was like, we'll strap yeah. that to the back of the bike. And then that was our panties for the day. But we took off the next day from Haijan. And we were, the plan was to go to Don Van. I'll put this all up on the group chat. You'll see the big map of it. And um, it's a, I've never seen so many like there was not one straight road i was never not turning i was always turning you know what i mean it, and the roads are fucked it's hectic there's the worst potholes trucks are coming at you the scenery is so beautiful but you can't not pay attention you're kind of barely struggling like you're always on 40 50 maybe 60 back to 30 like it was man it was intense but it was so beautiful and then the night before, there'd been heavy rain or something, and there was a landslide. So the road was closed off. Oh, so, my God. Yeah, so I was like, Nick would have loved to go, no, no, I'll ride past this. And, but uh, we couldn't get past the cops. So then we had to add another. So it was already a five-hour ride. So then, as classic flat stickers, the five-hour turns into a nine-and-a-half. Oh, my God. Riding it just as sun goes down, going fucking hell. Even with Fiona and like planning, and like we were like so onto yeah. it. It the fight, the four hour ride's always a nine hour, you know? And yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But we end up having to ride two and a half hours. How, how did Fiona go on the back after nine hours? Pretty sore, yeah. She wasn't happy, <laughs> really, <laughs> yeah, because the back sucks, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah, back, yeah, but the the back's ten times worse. 
Ah, oh, right. Fuck. Yeah, I know. I've never been on the back. But yeah, must be so brutal. Yeah, yeah. And then, then that red basket we bought was just digging into her spine, so I had to stop and buy a towel to pat her. Oh. And then she doesn't complain much, but then... then uh, so we get through... We get through all this place and end up in Don Don Van and we stay at this fucking beautiful place. But it was there was two hours of like riding on a road that they were trying to build as a shortcut. So it was all excavators, trucks, dust. Like I was in heaven, you know what I mean? And you're riding up the side of these mountains. Like these guys on scooters, they're so quick here. Um, they're fucking yeah. fast. But that I get one would just zoom past me. But then I'd always get them on the dirt and I'd fucking try and overtake the cunts again just to get one back on them. And then I'd zoom past you on a, on a, you know, a nice bit of road. So end up getting into a few races there. But I, um, we got into Don Van the first night and um, we end up seeing like this New Zealand couple. They were there. They had the XRs. They went through the same trauma of, you know, and you're riding with no face mask and all this shit. But we get there yeah. and have dinner, have like a Korean hot pot or something. And then I was speaking to some Korean bloke because next to me I noticed he had like a flask, like you know, like a whiskey flask you gave us um, at your wedding? Yeah. How they're, how they're like, what, you know, 15 centimetres tall. He had yeah. one that was about a metre high. Oh, my God. Yeah, I've got video of it. I pull it up on the group. And I'm, I noticed, <laughs> I just point at it and go like, man, that's so funny. That's the biggest whiskey you know flask i've ever seen and he goes yeah 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 and then they started started pouring us all these shots and then i didn't know if it was rude to not accept so i ended up doing like seven shots of fucking god knows what with these guys yeah. absolutely fucking trolleyed off my guts just dehydrated um had a korean hot pot don't know how well i cooked the chicken it was probably fucking red raw um yeah. And then the next day, we um, we ride we back on the bike because it's like it's day one. This kind of you can most people do it in five days, but we wanted to do it in three. I was like, it's just going to be six hours on the right on the road, and um, we hit the track, and then we're trying to come back there because it's a loop. So we've got to kind of redo the loop where the earthquake or the landslide was. So we we're hoping it was cleared, and it got cleared overnight. Thank fuck. And then, man, we end up like stopping at this fucking waterfall. We're just jumping in the water. We're like, this is fucking heaven. The I couldn't turn the GoPro off because every corner was, it was like a scene from a movie. Like every yeah, time, nice. every time I was like, fuck, I just want Nick to be here right now because he will just be like frothing. Um, yeah, yeah, uh, and, incredible. And then every time you stop at this like scenic view or whatever, you're like, I'll just get some fuel. And the bike was actually pretty good on fuel, but I'll just keep it topped up. And um, they're like, oh, sit down and have a beer while we fill it up. And then we just had like four beer stops every day. And then I was like, oh, for this, I saw a place that said Korean fried chicken. So I was like, I better stop here for Nick. He'd, he'd love that. So I had some fucking KFC, baby. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Man, it looked great. Yeah, the photo you sent me was fucking awesome. Oh, dude, it was so... And the lady's just deep frying it on the street. You would have fucking frothed on the whole thing, you know? Oh, man. And then we... Oh, that's incredible, man. It sounds like like just such a journey, just such an amazing journey. 
Oh man, I'm so excited. I mean, I must have recorded like a hundred gig. I'm gonna do a little fucking. <laughs> it was so I couldn't stop recording. I'm like, oh, that's enough for today. And then you come yeah. around, and it'll be like this beautiful hill or this crazy off-road track. And I got Fee on the back of the bike. And then we second day we end up finishing in like Dugar or some shit and staying at a homestay, which means you're staying with a family. It was like twelve bucks a night. They gave you this beautiful home cooked meal. We met this um like cause you got to sit with other people who are staying there as well because they only got a couple of tables. Met this dude from his name was Mo. He was from um uh, like Byron Bay area. And he had a few problems with his bike and I had a look at his bike and he's like, oh, it's not running really well. I was like, yeah, mate, you've got no fucking oil in the thing. (laughs) And he punched the tire and, you know, and I, and he goes, man, I really struggled on the road the other day. And I was like, man, fucking I was, at least I was on the XR. Like I had absolute comfort, you know, and they were on these little shitty 110 scooters. And, um, we were speaking to this, um, there's two, three teachers who were there who lived in Vietnam but they were doing the Haijian loop and they were like, man, how many times have you been pulled over by the cops? And I was like, not once yet. And they're like, we've been, we live here and we've been pulled over twice and we've already had to pay 1.5 million, which is like 150 bucks. Wow. Cause they just try and find anything. And then I was thinking about it and I was like, oh, okay. And then I remember the, the, the guy, because the bike was so new, I've, I rode for th- four days with no fucking number plate. <laughs> so I was like Oh my fucking god Because I remember a cop trying to wave at me But I didn't know He's like oh, And I didn't know what he was saying So I just waved back And I just gunned it I didn't want to stop And then he yeah, like, yeah, was yeah. faffing And I was like Fuck it I'm just getting the fuck out of here You know Yeah 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 Fuck That's so funny man And then, Yeah well, uh, that's good you've, you've, you've got some techniques off me Riding without a number plate uh, Dodgy pannier Eating fried chicken <laughs> Like I've welcome, in- welcome to the bright side, mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, you are, I've, I've got you a gift, and I'm very excited to give it to you when we get back. It's um, these shitty straps that they use to secure their luggage. They're like crappy pieces of rubber, and they just do this. Like, you know, they, they still use a good knot, and I was like, I, ha- I, I pulled over to a place. I was like, I'll buy Nick one of these. He'll fucking love it. <laughs> but, um, yeah, we finished that. So the l- final day... We got through and we ended up taking a little shortcut, which ended up being two hours longer as usual. And um, yeah. we, one of these beautiful waterfalls we were trying to see was closed because a tourist died. But then we, we met this little kid, he must've been like six and he had like a Pikachu shirt on. He goes, I'll show you a different way. And, but it was all off road and uphill. And he, and he wow. jumped on, yeah, he jumped on Mo's bike. The other guy that we met the night before and he showed us where we can go swimming. And we all just like jumping in the water, swimming. It was like, I don't know, some shit out of National Geographic, you know? You couldn't, you couldn't make yeah. it up if you tried. Yeah. Ah. So, so fucking beautiful. And then, yeah, we, we tried, we, we didn't really rush back. Um, but the, I was getting a bit confident. I was day three, Fee was on the back of the bike. And every time we had to do a big uphill section or a big downhill section, I'd be like, babe, you got to get off the bike because I need to stand up or move or, you know, shift your weight. And I was like, oh, I'll just go down and see this other waterfall. And then I was like, I'll leave her on the back of the bike because it's okay. It doesn't look too bad. And then it went from not too bad to like fucking nearly 90, like just fucking straight down. And we 
we crashed. <laughs> oh no! I know, I know. And there's, yeah. I mean, I don't mind cr- like crashing. I mean, sometimes I get pissed off at it. You've you've seen me before, but I was like, there's no worse feeling than when you see your missus' leg pinned under the motorbike. I was, I was like, fuck oh my, my life. Um, but yeah, she ended up being all right. It was only it was like a super we're going downhill, super slow. But it was just, you know, just the bike just tipped over with her, whether her leg was stuck under. I just, I slipped, my front tyre slipped out on a fucking wet rock and I just buckled. And, um, oh, right. But we picked up the bike and she was like, all good. And then we found another waterfall. She went for a swim. She was, she's got a couple of bruises. So I won't be telling her mum that happened. But, um, <laughs> absolutely. oh, it's lucky she's got no bark off her. Yeah, That's yeah. That's brutal. Well, that's the thing we were worried about as well, but we, we had the mountain bike pants and we both had our riding jerseys on, so it's a little bit tear-proof, but you're still going to bruise up. But yeah, she got through it like a fucking champion, and um, she might be the unofficial, you know, fourth... Oh, sorry, the unofficial ninth member of the Border Bunch after that. <laughs> oh, man, well, that's good. Good you're wearing your gear. I wouldn't have been wearing my gear. I would have been in shorts and shirt. I, I would have had bark off me all over the place, so that's good, man. That's so so good you wore your gear. Well, it was only like mountain biking stuff. I don't know how good it is, but the mountain biking stuff's better. You know, like the motorbike jerseys at least got the air vents, so you're just like yeah. a fucking... And I wet my shirt every morning before I left, so I was just like an air con all day. It was fucking beautiful. Ah, oh, perfect. And then we got in earlier the day, and I said to the guy, he looks over the bike, I was like, do I get my fucking deposit back? And he's like, yes, very good rider. And, but I, I fucking... Lucky I didn't scratch the bike when I fucking dropped it because it was a brand new bike. There was not an, there was nothing on it. Like it, like it came out of bubble wrap before I jumped on it. Fuck. Jesus Christ. And yeah, you, t- you said that uh, you were pretty amped to get it and then you were like, then you told me a bit in, you were like, oh man, could have done with a bit more gut- guts or something, you know? Was she struggling a little bit? Well, the th- you know, like downhill, you're fine, you know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. great, she's handling Probably it. awesome engine braking. Engine braking was like a fucking dream. The, yeah, the problem yeah, yeah. is some of the hills are so fucking steep and the only time, and trucks are coming around the corner, they don't give a fuck. And like, yeah. they push you into the gutter, they go wide and you've got to beep at every corner. Otherwise they just take you, like you, every corner you think you're going to die. And I reckon I did about 400 fucking corners. Like, just all the time. It was... What was that place we rode in Tasmania? That little... Um, and it was just like that big S. Like that oh, snip. I can't remember. Oh. We, we took the photos up the top. Oh, Jacob's Ladder. Jacob's... The whole thing... I, I reckon I did Jacob's Ladder 3,000 times. That's how much... Yeah, the, that's, really. That's what the roads are like. Oh, um, man. But then... But she had no guts on the way up. So the 150 plus another person... Like, I would have, he said he had a 250. The 250 would have been the dream. If I could get a 350 or a 400 or even the 500 would have been the, the cream. But there was no, everyone on the road had scooters and they were fucking struggling. But then we came across these, like, Japanese dudes who were the fucking business or Korean blokes, yeah. I think they were. And somehow they all had, um, one of them had a Ducati fucking 800. One of them had the GS 1200. And then all, like, they rock up with the full kit of this waterfall. And, like, all chicks around here, like, um, from, you know, Vietnam and whatever country they're from, 
you know, they, they love being in a photo shoot every two minutes. So these guys rock up and then like 20 chicks just flog to them to try and get on their bikes and take a photo. And these boys are like, yeah, gather around, girls. They've all got like three girls around them. And I was like, fucking hell, got to get the 1,200 so I can get a bit of attention. <laughs> oh, man, that's sick. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we're all done and dusted on the high, Jean. And um, I've decided, I mean, maybe not, if we can do it next year or something like that, but maybe for one of my birthdays, we've got to get the board a bunch together We've got to go uh, and do this fucking crazy eight-day ride. And then I think, you know, which is all dirt roads and whatever. It's off-road. Yeah. And then I reckon we spend two days relaxing in Sapa. And then we all go together and do the Haijan loop together. Because I would love to show you boys what I saw. It was like I've never been happier. It was, it was incredible. Yeah, really. It was incredible. Oh, great. But that see, is so good. Fee made me throw the basket away day two, so I was very pissed off because I was going to bring it home and attach it to the DR because it was fucking it back. So, <laughs> so we just had to use... We got a couple of you know waterproof bags and we just fucking just did that, strapped to the back of the moto. And, um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And she got really angry with me because uh, on the way to Jugan, it's this massive steep hill because you come up this mountain and we, that's where we had the photo together on the rocks, which you would have seen. And this yeah. steep hill all the way down and I was like, all right, beautiful scenery. I'll just sit at, you know, 40 Ks just cruising. And then I got skinned by some fucking, some kids and Fiona's like, don't do it. And I was like, it's fucking on cunts. So then for the last, last 15 minutes, I got all on camera. I'm just chasing these cunts down a mountain, but I got the 150 and they're on like one tens. And I was like, well, let's see how, how confident they are breaking into corners. And then I end up overtaking them and then got to the bottom of the mountain and then I stopped the bike. I got off the bike and just started waving to each of them, going, thank you, thank you. And they're like, ah. <laughs> 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 all pissed off at me. <laughs> they're probably 12 and going 10 kilometers an hour, but I felt like a kid. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that sounds bloody awesome. So when are you back? How, long, how much longer you got? So today, I think today is Monday and then we've got, we're back in Sapa again and we're just chilling out because it's like we've done three weeks of like pretty extreme traveling, rock climbing, hiking. We're just doing so much. Um, so we've got two more days in Sapa, just going to relax and just drink at the pool. And then we go to the, I think it's Hoi An, I can't, I can't remember, the town in the middle, Tommy Daslow recommended it. It's like a beach oh, town. Oh yeah, Hoi An's good. Yeah, Hoi An. yeah, it's good going to spend two days in Hawaii or three days in Hawaii and just sit on a beach and then we come back but we got I managed to squeeze one I was like we do one more extreme thing so I found this guy over there from a you know, obviously from a company but he's going to take us for to, for three dives in a day so I'm going to go hit all the fucking coral reef and and um yeah go for some diving so I'm very excited about that oh fuck yeah man oh man that's awesome cannot believe it Man, it just sounds so incredible, Matt. It's just, oh uh, yeah. man, every moment I was like, I would love because if you were here, I would be so you know. Obviously, we have a ball together, but the girls have things that they want to do. So I was like, if we could bring Caitlin, then we can fuck. They can get a bus or whatever, enjoy the scenery, and we can go fucking hit the dirt roads and meet up at night. And they, the girls would love it, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, I yeah. was so proud of Fida for getting on the bike. She did a really good job. 
but yeah, bit, bit battered and bruised. And she's like, I don't think I like motorbike riding. And I was like, yeah, but you're on the back. If you're on the back, it's not fun. <laughs> Mate, all you got to do is just wait a while, wait a while. Magnetic island, put them on the New Zealand electric farm bike. They like it again. Yeah, yeah. But one, funny, one funny thing she did tell me, she goes, when I first got on the motorbike and the roar of the engine, it was, it was quite nice. <laughs> I was like, man, the motorbike's helping me do half my job at night, you know? I don't mind that. I was like, fuck it, hell, loving that. But yeah, we're... All, all done and dusted in this kind of and just going to chill out and uh, enjoy the rest of Vietnam. And I reckon I've been drinking about 10 beers a day because it's so fucking hot. I think I need to do a year yeah. detox when I get back. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm on a, I'm on a detox now. I'm, I'm ruined. I've had my three weeks of... I did Magnetic Island, GNTs with my nana every afternoon, beers, and then just doing gigs and just throwing caution to the wind. And then now I just did this... Comedy festival tour thing, Be- beautiful. Did you on the road show? You probably went. Did you go to Nowra and Bateman's Bay and all that kind of stuff? And uh... I haven't done Bateman's Bay. I'd love to do Bateman's Bay because it looks so stunning. Man, just incredible. Be- absolutely beautiful part of the world. A, lo- a lot of people talk up that part of the coast. You know, we went. Uh, I had a friend that's lived in Marimbula for years. Yeah. Always talked about it, and I was like, I don't give a fuck. And I went there, it was it was awesome, man. The the bay's there, absolutely. It's a different type of beach, in my opinion. You know, they're just a bit shallower. Yeah. But we went to this place, Sean Woodland, he's a funny comic from Sydney, the funniest bloke. Fucking, his kid was playing the grand final in the AFL, and he's on the bus, and he's, like, getting a live report from his daughter. She's like, yeah, they've, they've kicked a goal. He goes, oh, great, okay. Has he, has he had a kick yet? She goes, yeah, he's had a kick, he's had a kick. Oh, my God, we're seven in front. He goes, you fucking little Anzac. <laughs> Man, I've met Woodland like twice, and both times I've absolutely loved the bloke. You know what I mean? Oh, man, he goes, because uh, he's been ma- he's got two kids and shit. She tells me the funniest, like, it's one of my favourite stories from the trip. I go like, yeah, man, I don't know how you save or whatever when you're married. You know, I guess we're going to try and live off my wage and save my wife's wage or something so we can save up. And he goes, no, I can't give you any tips on that. We're both fucking hopeless, me and my wife. He goes, we got two kids. Look at this. Shows me his phone. 110 bucks in the bank. (laughs) He goes, we just live from week to week. And I'm like... That rules, man. <laughs> Obviously, he said he had a tiny bit more, but he said, like, week to week. The funniest thing I've ever seen. Because you know when people say, oh, I live from week to week, and you just take it take it, face value, but then he showed me the phone. I love that when there's always a mate who goes, oh, I'm out of money. He's like, can't. I know you got 90 grand in another account. Yeah, Fuck yeah, off. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, he definitely wasn't that. Woodland's a fucking legend. bucks. Uh, what a madman the fact that he's one of Heggy's best mates is probably a good indication that he's a good bloke you know yeah yeah man but we, we went to this place and I can't explain how magical it was Australia's so fucked man it's so big you don't even hear about these magical places like he showed us this place called Turos Heads and yeah. it's like a 
it's like a saltwater inlet, but then they've just built like a like a wharf onto the inlet, and then there's cafes that back right up to the wharf. So, I you know what I mean? It's kind of like, it looked like it was floating, and we're just at this cafe, and I'm like, I'm gonna go for a swim. They're like, nah, man, we're at a cafe. You can't just go for us. I'm like, the water's so clear, so beautiful. I'm just gonna go for a swim. So, I just fucking. Got down in my fucking Street Fighter, Street Fighter flame uh, tie boxer shorts. I saw that. I was wondering what that was about. Yeah, and then just did a bomb into the water. It was it was sick, man. It was incredible. incredible. I love that you. I love that you was like, I'll just jump into the water, and you're like, don't do it at a cafe. And you're like, instead of just like skinning in and going in, you're like, I'll just do a bomby straight in. <laughs> yeah, 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 ruin yeah. everyone's fucking eggs, Benny. Yeah, yeah. Oh, everyone loved it. Yeah, and and they were, pr- they were pretty annoyed that I didn't bring their swimmers. I, I it was absolutely perfect, man. It was just fucking jump, yeah. jumping in your jocks. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? I reckon uh, if any flatty listeners, please give us some tips because I think on the way to Queensland for Christmas, me and uh, me and my wife usually drive to fucking Christmas to Queensland for Christmas. I reckon we're gonna shoot straight up to Batemans Bay. Oh, from yeah. Melbourne, and then we're going to have one or two nights from, sorry, shoot straight up to Marimbula, and then uh, have one or two nights just going to Batemans Bay and then shoot straight up to Brisbane from there. Man, I think we're so, yeah, we don't realise, because Australia's so big, but it's also so fucking beautiful, and some of these smaller towns, like even when I did that ride to Canberra, like all the stops were like, you'd pay a million bucks to to sit here you know what i mean to, to for a hotel or something you know it's incredible the views and you know we're very lucky and i don't think enough australians explore australia yeah well the cool thing is now man i think there's a bit of a a change in the a change in the guard of hospitality people like you know like those country beach towns a lot of them were like oh fuck it we can just have any hotel here who cares but now because of the internet and all that well, some of the hotels we stayed in actually had like a bit of imagination and they weren't expensive. Like they were just cute little hotels and they're like, you know what? The, uh, the old couple's left that runs this. Let's put a couple of fucking deck chairs around the pool, little Bluetooth speaker, you know, like let's put some, you, you know what I mean? Like they make it yeah. seem like a tiny resort. And yeah. I was like, okay, I'm coming back here. This is... Any, anyone who puts a little bit of imagination into a cool little country town hotel, that's fucking worth it for me, you know? Was it, um, is it Apollo? It's not Apollo Bay. Is it that the bay where Dave O'Neill's got his little holiday home? And I think Carl's got one there. Carl's parents have got one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is it a, is it a, no, it's not Apollo Bay. It's somewhere I, close somewhere to Somewhere around there. But yeah. it's, there was this shitty motel and we're like, oh, we had to stay there for a film job. And it was like, you looked at the motel, you're like, this is fucking shit. And then you, like, it's an old building, but they, because they kept all the retro radio, you know how you got the radio on the, on, in the bedhead? Yeah. And then the room was like, all, all the room was decked out in like white and peach and, and like, it really had a cool vibe. It's like, all motels could look like this if you just fucking spent, you know, 10% more energy, you know? Yeah, man, exact. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Exactly, like mm. absolute. Just a bit of fucking imagination, and you're fine. Do you remember know? that place we stayed at? And we had the, probably one of our best nights when we had Chinese and the gin, uh, gin and tonics on the balcony. Yeah, 
It's like you every every motel could be that. It doesn't matter if the room's basic or old style because the old style's coming back in. You know, if it's got blue tiles, you're like fuck yeah, and like those old sinks and shit like that. That's fucking retro and cool. And it's like you just put a little bit of effort into it, and it can kind of look like look a bit fucking bougie or whatever. You know. Yeah, man. Yeah. Yep. Yep. No. Exactly. Uh, yeah. It was. It was awesome. But anyway, big. Was, oh, the first night we went to uh, Nowra. Now, mm. you you know me, Brett. I love a little country town, but also I love a fucked country town. Oh yeah. You know, Nowra is Nowra is one of those places like where we've stayed before, where it's like it's like Albury or Toowoomba or Tamworth, where all the little towns they get all the tourism. And that's just a big town that, that where everyone fixes their tractor, like the business district. Anyway, there's this bloke, uh, Dum Dum fan, Evan, I think his name was. Good bloke. He goes, oh, I'll meet you at the pub. I want to give you something. And uh, met him at the pub before the show. Craziest pub ever. Like, just fucked. You know when they just got a big room and they don't know what to do with it? <laughs> so they just yeah. got like, they just, don't, they just got random stuff in there. You know, that kind of pub. Yeah, it was the Australian hotel. Hilarious as shit. <clears throat> every guy's giving us a side eye. I reckon there was a drug deal going every minute. And uh, anyway, Evan gives me a hat, and it's his naval hat that he got in the navy. I was like, "Is this yours?" And he's like, "Yeah," and it fucking rules. It's got like the helicopter on the front and the fucking army thing, and then it's got like a tiger <laughs> on the side. And I was like, are you like, sure you want me to have this, man? He goes, yeah, take it. So uh, the rest of the tour, I wore it. And then it, whenever I talked back at me or I, if I was late, I was like, sorry, guys, ex-serviceman. Like, that's not the way you treat an ex-serviceman. Just put the hat on. It's like, I'm the captain now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah, man. And, and uh, the, the best thing, one of the best things I saw on the tour, we're walking out. There's three blokes sitting around a table. One of them's got his Snapchat open, mm. and it's got a woman on the Snapchat, but it's like got just her head and shoulders, and she's obviously in bed, but you can't see down from her shoulders. And it's got some words like come over now or something like that. And he shows his mate, and he goes, See, I told you, I like him big. <laughs> like that's, that's just, as I was walking out of the pub, I saw that. I was like, that is incredible. Fuck. Oh, man. It makes me miss country towns. And how was your diet? Prawns and champagne or what, baby? And I had pork two times in a row. Uh, yeah. And then, man, I, I really pigged out. Yeah, I ate 50 bucks worth of prawns. Uh, and then I bought an $8, champagne, $8 bottle of champagne. I had a real party. Yeah, man. And then yesterday, when I got back... The tour manager's like, oh, do you want to go to, to the pub for a beer? I was like, oh, yeah, why not? Like, I feel like shit, I want to die. But maybe a, one more beer will rub this off. And I was like, I just want to eat a big bit of chicken. And she's like, look at this on the menu. It had half a bird or a whole bird. And you know what I bought, Brett? The whole I bird. I had a whole bird. <laughs> just picking it off the bone or what? 42 bucks. Ate the whole thing. Picked it right up. <laughs> Fucking hell, Nick. You're living like a king. You're living like yeah, a king. Yeah, but just got on the scales. Fucking hell, man. Back up to 89.1. Six what kilos. Were you, 
Six. You put six kilos back on since the wedding. Six kilos, <sighs> mate. You're you're yeah. You'll be back at fighting weight in no time. Now, uh, Nick. Unfortunately, on our Zoom, we've got less than fucking forty seconds. Um, before this recording ends, because we haven't paid for the subscription, obviously. Uh, but just so everyone knows, uh, we've got Toowoomba coming up. We've got Brisbane, Good Chat Comedy Festival. Uh, I'm going to go do some stuff in Cairns. Have you got anything to plug? Uh, no, that's that's exactly same as you, mate. I'm doing all the shows with you. Brew Dudes in Geelong, Brew Dudes in Brisbane, and then we're also doing Double Impact in Ooh. Toowoomba, Brisbane, Geelong. So get onto those. And, uh, yeah, yeah watch me time. bomb. Oh, yeah, watch us bomb. Man, we're going to have to throw up a coin who goes last because, fuck, oh, I don't want to. Oh, my God. I usually go last, but, man, I'm not equipped this time. I'm a de- oh, I can't man. close out I'll this ha- show. I'll have to go last because I've got no new material. I'll just need to be doing bangers, you know? <laughs> All right, that'll be good. That'll be good. Oh, fuck. Oh, no, the Zoom ended. Fuck. Uh, guys, I'm so sorry. Um, yeah, we didn't pay for the subscription, but... Um, ladies and gentlemen, thank you very much for joining us. Uh, if you are not on the Patreon, please get on the Patreon. It's five bucks a month for exclusive content. We keep uploading even more stuff on there. We'd really appreciate your support. All money goes to us on our next motorbike adventure. Uh, the new episode, um, the flat stick episode, sorry, the border bunch. So I've just been drinking a fucking lot of whiskey today. Um, the Border Bunch episode is so close to be coming out, you know, the wrong way around. That's going to be happening very, very, very soon. We're very excited. Um, and yeah, if you can get behind us on Patreon, we'd really appreciate it. But until next time, keep it flat. Shtick. Eee.